0: Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursy words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, guys. I'm so excited to have you here, and I'm excited to dive into this topic. It's going to be a short episode, as it is a bonus, and it is last-minute planning this. However, I think this is a very important conversation that we need to have. This is in response, yes, I'm a generator, sacral authority, to some emails I received, after sending out my email about the projector and a client asking, why don't I see more high income projectors in the online space? Now I had some questions about it and I had someone send an email saying I would have told them that success for a projector isn't a matter how much money they make. And I really want to dive into this because I think this is multi-layered, And I think there's a lot of misconceptions. So I'm going to address a few things in this episode. And I don't have a script. You guys know we just kind of fly by the seat of the pants and see what wants to come out for the episodes here. So number one thing I want to address in regards to is human design and desiring high income months and making a seven figure business, for example, are they mutually exclusive? You can have alignment or you can have wealth. And this is where I have a lot to say about this but number one this is where and why Ra who created bg5 he has the science of differentiation for spiritual awakening which is human design that's what you're likely accustomed to seeing is human design information in the online space that's spiritual awakening we're looking at a seven year deconditioning process to really even start pulling the layers back it doesn't mean after seven years now all of a sudden you're awakened and a monk on the hill We're looking at a seven-year process of deconditioning. Rahu, who had said he didn't want to leave people behind, he said there's only 4% of people, not 4% of spiritual people, not 4% of people at Fine Human Design, 4% of people will actually increase their level of spiritual awakening. And he didn't want to leave those people behind. He also wanted to provide practical tools for business, and he felt that human design was a little bit too esoteric to be able to be brought into business and if you aren't aware Ra Rahu who is a businessman behind the scenes he came from a very well-off business family in canada and he knew business inside and out and i always joke kind of tongue-in-cheek but also not joking that's why human design is such a success and so viral over a lot of other modalities Because the man understood business, he understood marketing, and he understood how to make a lot of money in business, which no shame there. That's part of the problem, right? Is we shame people for wanting to make a lot of money. So he created BG5 as the business expression of the science of differentiation, Now, the whole fucking point of BG5 is to make more money. He has a whole year long certification in regards to increasing profit potential. He taught how to make more money based on human design. He taught how to leverage the wisdom of your open centers to sell through those centers to attract definition, attract those that you're meant to work with. He taught people how to make more money using human design. So I think first and foremost, I want to say we have to understand that human design itself is a spiritual awakening tool. How I approach someone, although I don't do a lot of spiritual awakening coaching anymore, however, how I approach someone that's desiring a spiritual awakening is very different than how I approach someone that's looking to scale their business. And I really believe that it is not mutually exclusive to desire more money, to desire success on the material plane, as Ra Aruhu would have, how he would say it, and to be aligned. And my problem with the illusion that you can have one or the other as well is the guilt and shame that people project on others. And they use human design as this hook to make people feel like shit for desiring more money. And it's like, well, you can't be aligned and want more money. Well, says Who? Says who? And when did you decide that? And when did we decide that we get to be the authority of other people? Human design fundamentally is saying, you are your own authority. Nothing and no one external to you is your authority. One of my mentors at the International Human Design School, actually, he might've been at Human Design America, which is still through the Jovian Archive, it's still an official affiliation, had said, no one is your authority, including human design. If we are telling people that they are their own authority and then shaming them for their goals and shaming them for the direction in their business and shaming them and saying, you can't do it like that because you're a projector. You can't care about making more money because you're a projector. You can't do it like this because you're a generator. We are now saying that we and human design are someone else's authority and that flies in the face of everything human design stands for. As well, when you go through analyst training, you are trained out of saying you have to do this because you are a generator, or you have to do this because you're a projector. Why? No one is someone's authority. So I'm gonna be very blunt and say, how dare we decide that because someone is a certain design, they can't feel success by scaling to a seven figure business. How dare we decide that because of someone's design, They can only operate in certain ways or can't operate in other ways. This isn't some kind of box that we're putting people in, and a lot of people are treating it like that. I said in one of the responses to the emails I sent back was, I don't judge my clients' schools. And nor should we. If we are a coach, especially if you're a protector, as Ra Ruhu said a projector, you don't tell people what to do, you guide their energy, right? And I think that's where a lot of projectors get stuck in business is they're telling people what to do, or even manifestors are getting frustrated or angry because people aren't doing what they know to be true. I mean, that's not what it's about. And certainly not what it's about if you are a coach. Number three, I actually want to lean into this as well. We're getting so obsessed with certain words that we're just putting more stress on people and guilt and shame and shadows on people where I can't even in an email, for example, use success and projector in the same sentence without people feeling the need to correct that success for a projector isn't about income. Well, success on the material plane isn't the same as success the signature. So are we now not allowed to use the word success in relation to projectors? Because if we're using the word success, then we can only use it in terms of signature and we can't talk about success on the material plane. Rauru, who used to talk about success on the material plane all the time and how to scale your business. He always talked about adaptability and if you don't adapt, you die on the material plane. He spoke a lot about what it takes to scale a business and make more money using human design or just in general. So I think we really have to be careful because what I'm noticing is people come to me with these weird triggers around words now. It's a manifestor that's feeling guilt and shame for feeling frustrated, or it's a projector that's a feeling as though they're unaligned because they're angry, or it's a generator that's feeling unaligned because they're bitter. And I have people coming to me and saying, I know I'm out of alignment because I'm a manifester and I feel frustrated. And I always say, well, when did you decide that? When did you decide that because you're a certain design, it automatically excludes part of the human experience or it automatically excludes certain emotions? Because that's not the point of human design. And I think that it's almost, I hate to say it, getting kind of cultish and. Unfortunately, what I'm witnessing is a lot of people putting more boxes and rules on themselves in regards to it. However, what we have to keep in mind is words only have meaning when we give them meaning. So if you've decided that certain words mean something because of human design or because of a teacher or because of a coach or because of your parents or because of anything, you're then going to operate within certain paradigms. I say to my clients all the time, rethink everything you know to be true and challenge everything you know to be true. When did you decide that because you're a projector, monetary success is then not something that you're able to desire or achieve? When did you decide because you're a reflector, you don't have energy because you're not energy type? When did you decide that? And is there proof in your life or in other people's lives that it's actually not true? And that's what I say to my projectors and reflectors all the time. A lot of my athlete clients, high performance clients that are athletes are projectors and reflectors. No one ever told them they're non energy. No one ever told them they're not supposed to work, that they're not supposed to have energy to work out or anything like that. So when did you decide that? And when did you then allow it to be a box that keeps you stuck? And the last thing I want to talk about here, and then I'm going to let you guys go. Like I said, this is a short episode because I feel this really needs to be bitten in the the butt or whatever the saying is because this is something that's becoming very problematic in the online space, in my opinion. You could say, fuck Ashley, fuck what she's saying. I'm throwing all this in the fuck it bucket. I don't agree with any of this. And that's fine. That's your prerogative. Ah, now I have the Britney Spears, my prerogative song stuck in my head. The final thing is that I want to talk about is our brains are very much wired for this or that thinking. So if I'm wealthy, then I can't be aligned with my human design because, well, wealth is bad and that's not what satisfaction means, or that's not what success means, or that's not what peace means, or that's not what surprise means, right? So I can be wealthy or I can be aligned. I can be spiritual or I can be rich as fuck. I can be a good person or I can be rich, right? And we have this this or that black and white thinking that creates boxes and limitations or fine print as i often say to my clients where's the fine print on your success we have these limitations that we create through this this or that thinking and the truth is often in the gray zone very rarely is it going to be this or that so what we often do and my background's in psychology i went to school for psychology and as a counselor for many years, what we actually do is look for information to confirm our views, our beliefs, our identities. So very often when someone hears, oh, it's a non-energy type, they cling on to that because it confirms the fact that they are low energy. Now, what I've noticed with my clients very often is it's usually a health issue that's causing them to be low energy. So we fix the health issue and wouldn't you know it, they have a ton of fucking energy. However, I'm also seeing this in regards to wealth. If someone has money beliefs, or again, fine print on what it means to be successful or make money, if it means they're bad or unspiritual or greedy or whatever the case may be, they now grab this information to confirm the level of identity and confirm their beliefs that success is bad if it's monetary and it's good if it means you're helping others. And can you see how that automatically, and I like to believe that those that listen to my podcast are self-led and critical thinkers, can you see how that's already setting you up for issues in your business? Because when you make money, there's going to be this underlying belief that it's bad or it's greedy or you're unaligned and you took unaligned action. And then you're going to start creating stories over this quote unquote unaligned action because you were focused on an income goal or you were focused on making more money and you're going to make things mean something based on the definition you gave of certain words and based on how you see reality. When the truth is money's a neutral resource and I hate to say it, but it's true. If you're not making money in your business, you have a hobby. You do not have a business. I'll never forget the first time I said to a business coach, and this is going back a few years, I said, for this launch, I need a minimum of 15 people in it. And I said, I know, I know I shouldn't focus on that. And she said, When did you decide you shouldn't focus on that? And I said, Well, you know, even if I help one person, I should be happy and proud about that. And she said, Where you are in your business right now, you're at a place where you're making CEO decisions. And that's a CEO decision. And that's a CEO move where you have to be thinking about how many people do I require in this container to actually make it worth launching and to get an ROI? Because the reality is, as your business is growing, your expenses grow. I say to my clients all the time, your business is hungry and it eats money. So if you're not making money and your business is eating money and your business needs more money as it grows, the reality is A marker of success is financial. A marker of success is money. A marker of success is the results you are achieving. And there's no shame in that. And as long as you have shame in that or have decided that it has nothing to do with your human design or it's bad if you want more money because that's not your signature and you shouldn't be focusing on that, you're really going to struggle in scaling your business. And actually, the final thing I'm going to say is i feel there is a lot of conditioning in the online space around spiritual people making a lot of money i don't believe that the collective as a whole and a lot of spiritual people know what to do with someone that's spiritual aligned with their human design aligned with their higher purpose and making a shit ton of money i feel that we still have a lot of conditioning where If someone's making a lot of money in their business and desire bigger goals and desire bigger impact and desire bigger income, well, they must be unaligned. They must be operating through the not self. They must be manipulating others. They must be doing something sketchy and shady because, well, that's not what aligned people do. And we have to be more curious about our beliefs and our projections on others rather than immediately judging other people. And I've had people in my DMs saying because I did a rant that it means I'm unaligned or because I eat pizza, I'm unaligned and not spiritual and all this other bullshit and projections. We need to be responsible for our own projections before we barf it on other people. That's our responsibility. It's our responsibility as self-led adults and CEOs to be challenging our beliefs and challenging our perceptions on reality and really truly asking, well, is this true? And if it's true for me, it doesn't necessarily have to be true for others. I'm not saying all spiritual entrepreneurs need to have the goal of scaling a seven-figure business. However, I am saying that the collective as a whole has a lot of preconditioned ideas on what it means to be spiritual and run a business, especially online, what it means to be spiritual and make money, what it means to be aligned and make money, what it means to live in alignment with your human design and make more money. It is possible to be aligned and care about increasing profit potential, to care about leveraging your strengths to make more money, to help people. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Like I said, it's going to be a quick episode today, but I do think this is something that is so critical that we address head on because spiritual awakening and business are two completely different things. And we can be someone that's on the spiritual awakening journey and also growing a business, but it's not mutually exclusive of, you are a spiritual person and living in alignment with your design, and now that means you can simply take what you can get and you're not allowed to make a lot of money. In fact, Richard Rudd even talks about how that's one of the biggest spiritual mistakes in regards to business and money is having this mindset or approach of I'll just take what I can get or I'll settle. And I have to agree with him. I think this is one of the biggest issues. And until more spiritual, good-hearted people make more money on the material plane, nothing's going to change. So many spiritual, good-hearted people are complaining about the state of the world and complaining about politics and complaining about all this shit. Well, I hate to tell you, but you did opt into a material world that circulates money. (laughs) And money equals power. Money equals being at the right tables. Money equals having a say on a broader scale. So if you really want to create change in this world and you want to have your voice heard and you want to be at the tables where you can actually have a say on policies, on climate change, on animal welfare, whatever the case may be, the truth is you need more money. So it's about damn time we start supporting each other in financial success and growing financial success, rather than weaponizing human design or gene keys or other modalities to tear women down or men down for desiring more money and more impact in their business. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.